Welcome to another bonus episode. Once again, this one probably is more suited to the diehard Aussie MMA fan. Uh, so if you're a little bit newer to the sport, check out some of the Triple MMA episodes. Uh, but if you are pushing through with this one, uh, we catch up with Jacob Watts, the promoter for Hex Fight Series, who wanted to pop in and chat about a few things off the back of my breakdown with former UFC vet Callum the Rockstar Potter, who's fought on Hex before. He's even held their titles. Uh, in this chat we cover what really happened and how Jacob felt uh, and I guess Hex in general felt about the Nikos Trepka and Lucas Kachubig uh, fight being cancelled literally 10 minutes before the bout. Uh, we find out what really happened uh, and kind of what's what's to come out of it. Uh, we also, we already heard um, Callum we already heard Callum Potter's thoughts, uh, and so Jacob wants to respond to that. Uh, he also gives us his opinion on the entire show as a promoter and even just a fan, uh, and he even announces a few fights for their May card. Uh, he chats their new ESPN deal, that's right, Hex on ESPN, and his relationship with other promotions such as Eternal. Uh, it's great to get a man at the top uh, in the show. Uh, it's not often that you get a promoter that wants to come on down. Uh, and remember, if you want to get involved, at Triple MMA underscore on Instagram. Uh, if, uh, yeah, and no, I'll see what I can do to help out. But without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome promoter of Hex Fight Series, Jacob Watts. Mate, welcome. Thanks for having me, Mitchie. What was your takeaway from the card? Obviously, your, I think it's your second at the helm. What did you kind of learn from the last card and, and, and what did you get from this one? I think that the fights were um, a little bit better, a little bit more evenly matched on this card. Not, not that the other ones were unfair, but I think that we really took into account the styles of the guys that were matching up and tried to put on the most uh, entertaining matchups possible, which I think that showed in the card. You know, the opening the card with Colby and Michael was a banger. And then you've got the Priscus and Kevin fight was a cracker too. Um, so, yeah, I think just just really working on matching um, opposing styles that work well together. And uh, what goes into making uh, of the bouts? Is it just you or is it a, a team of people? What's Who, who do you have? No, nah, so... Yeah, so we've got a team of people that um, will have weekly meetings and kind of go over the people we want to have on the card um, and who we think would be best suited to to fight them in terms of rankings, um, you know, uh, status around the country, um, potential to fight for belts. There's a lot that goes into it. So, um, yeah, we, we have uh, weekly meetings and then yeah, it's a nonstop process, man. Like I was saying before we jumped on the call, um, we're already matching the fights for Hex 26 in, um, in three months' time. So... Yeah, it's a, it's a non-stop process. Do you have any that you can say now for Hex 26? Yeah, we, we've matched. Um, we've just signed Michael Barber and, and Jeff Mesa. So Jeff Mesa's from Guam. He's um, fought on Hex five times. Um, so he's coming back um, and we might be having a couple of his teammates across um, from Guam with him. Uh, but we'll just have to see on that. But yeah, Michael Barber and, and Jeff Mesa is locked in. And uh, so have some of his teammates fought on Hex before? Yeah, well, there's a, <laughs> there is a current champ. There is a current champ. That's um yeah super lightweight champion there just um coming out off the cage warriors JJ Ambrose so yeah looking um potentially to, to have him back over too um we'll just have to see how that one plays out and uh, obviously Michael Barber fought on the weekend was it you guys that went to him or did he come to you guys to to get back in uh, so quick it, it was kind of a, a mutual mutual conversation you know, we we really like Barber. Um, he's fought, he's fought on hex multiple times. He's, um, he's always tough, never stopped walking forward. He's, he's got really good heart and he's just a top bloke as well. 
Um, you know, he, he's always in exciting fights. And yeah, um, it, it was a mutual conversation where he wanted to jump back on Hex and, and we wanted him back. So that was a pretty easy one to just get across the line. And uh, is there anything like production wise? Because uh, look, when I was watching, flawless show, loved it in terms of like fights and everything. Uh, bit of a hiccup with the little interview stage where the mic wasn't working and like we had no idea who was talking. How do you go with the production side of it? Because Obviously, it's it's essentially like it's a live broadcast, so things do happen. Do you do you debrief that? Like, who's in yeah. control of that? Yeah, so we do have a production team, and um, you know, we've we've got run sheets and all that kind of stuff. The um the the microphones um issue there was uh, it was an issue with the venue, so it wasn't actually our production team. Um, yeah, like you said, sometimes these things happen. Um, we tried to work around it. It, it. it was a small hiccup in the grand scheme of things. I think, um, you know, that, that little issue was overshadowed by how good the card was. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fortunate that there was that little slip up because we are perfectionists. We want everything to be perfect, but, um, yeah. And can I ask you, I mean, feel free to not answer this this one if you don't want, but you had Palmer bet on. I had a few bets. Had a few wins. I actually loved it. I loved betting on uh, the Australian MMA uh, scene. Does Hex, do you guys get anything for that in a sponsorship or is it just like the opportunity to have your fights bet on or? Yeah, so we do have a partnership there um, with the the logos displayed and all that kind of stuff. But we have a really good relationship with Palmerbet and and I think bringing them in um, as a wagering partner kind of uh, elevates our promotion up to that national level. You know, you can bet on you can bet on the fights. It's it, it kind of sets it apart from the other events in Australia um, that maybe don't have a wagering partner. Or yeah, I think it just kind of sets it apart. And and who doesn't love to have a bet? You know, obviously I can't bet on the fights, but um, yeah, it, it, people love betting. And um, yeah, I just think it brings another element into the show. Going back to the show, uh, luckily uh, this is a little shout out for. Palmer, they kept the multi going because one of the fights I wanted to bet on was uh, Lucas Kachabig versus uh, Nikos uh, Trepkar. Can you take us through what happened? Obviously, we've had Callum Potter on the on the show, who's close with uh, Kachabig, who had his he explained his his side of it. But was it really the fight was ready to go up until ten minutes before? The walkout? Yeah. But before I get into that, I mean, I, I just want to send, um, you know, my heart goes out to to Luke, to Dan Kelly, to Cal Potter, to um, Luke's girlfriend, um, to, to anyone that, that was there that was helping him get ready because, yeah, he was warmed up, had his hands wrapped, he's ready to go. And I know how hard he's worked for this fight and he's, he's been relentless all camp and it's such a big opportunity for him so yeah it was um really unfortunate but yeah like Cal said we the contact that we had from their team was um we're on our way we're on our way um and then yeah the I probably got a call around seven o'clock and I was 7 30 and was just told that he was um that so Dr Peter Lewis who's the fight doctor down here in Melbourne had said he he wasn't medically clear to fight so yeah really unfortunate for, for like I said Luke Dan Cal and anyone that's assisted Luke to get to this position, but um, we'll definitely rebook Luke for a a title fight. Is there a way that you can handle that going forward? Like, you know, if you're not in the arena by X amount of time fights off, or or is that just a sort of unique case where there's probably not an opportunity where that situation ever happens again? Yeah, it's a tough one, man, because some sometimes people are late, but you know, when, when they've told us that they're coming, that they're you know, we're we're ten minutes away, we're twenty minutes away, and I'm like, Oh, we'll, 
that's okay. And then it gets just pushed back and pushed back. And then, yeah, it is unfortunate, man. Um, yeah, it's just, it's a, just a bad situation for all parties. Um, but yeah, like I said, we'll, we'll have Luke rebooked for a title fight um, and we'll, we'll get him um, up against someone that, that will give him a hell of a fight, man. Every every point of this you've mentioned, Luke, is there is there as a promoter is there is there ill will towards Trepka's camp or or where do you sit? Because I mean, you it is a tough situation to put you in. Nah, definitely no ill will there. You know, the the, the most important thing from our standpoint is that Nikos is all right. Um, you know, Nikos has been a, a hex, like been loyal to hex for, for a long time. He's put on some great performances and, and so is his team, Josh Riley um, and, and Zaba Askarov. So there's no ill will at all. Um, we just want to make sure he's 100% healthy. Um, and yeah, we'll, we'll just have to see because he's still not um, in the greatest space with his health. He spent the weekend in hospital. So we're not sure what is going to be going on with him in for the May card. Um but it's looking unlikely that he'll be able to fight. So I'm I'm not too sure of the details I'd love to share, but um, yeah, I know he spent the whole weekend in hospital. So it more comes down to the fact that, you know, it's not, it wasn't a poor injury or a poor excuse. It was just maybe both, or maybe the teams could have communicated a little bit better going forward. And and we all know that. We've all done that where you're late for work and you push it and you push it and you push it and you actually end up inconveniencing everyone rather than just calling it. But the intention is there. Yeah. Yeah. It's I mean it's it's a hard one for me to comment on. I don't I don't know what happened from there and you know um so it is a bit hard for me to comment on but yeah just um just a, a bad situation for, for all parties. And focusing on more the highlights of uh, the card, what was your personal favorite fight, favorite moment? Man, that's a hard one. Um, like, I, honestly, I think my favorite moment of the fight was, of, of the whole night, was going backstage after the middleweight title fight. Uh, Priscus is sitting down, he's getting stitches under both eyes, and he's getting stitches in the top of his head. And he looks at me and he just says, man, I, I absolutely love this. He's 39 years old. He hasn't fought in three and a half years. And to come over, put on the performance he did, five hard rounds with Kevin Jusay, who looked like a massive middleweight, even though he's usually fights down at welterweight. To go five rounds with him in, in a grueling fight like that. And yeah, the first thing he says to me, he says, man, I love it and I want to be back. So I think for me personally, that was my highlight. Um, and then I guess... I, from a spectator's standpoint, that first round of, of Khan and Jarrett just sold the show. Yeah, it was uh, it was amazing. Now, when me and Callum Potter were talking, uh, I heard uh, that Kevin just uh, walked straight up to Kit Campbell, said he wants that fight. Is that a fight that you can make happen? Yeah, definitely. I've got, I mean, who wouldn't want to see that? I've spoken to both parties. Now, Kevin's um, nursing a foot injury. He... Um, there was a tea kicky through that Priscus checked, um, and his foot is is pretty pretty big. It's it's all ballooned up, so he's going to be getting some scans on that. Um, so we might we might not get that fight in May, but that will be a fight that will happen on Hex before the end of the year, and I can guarantee you that both guys want to fight each other. It's he, a fun matchup. Oh, it's 
It's it's incredible. Is there anyone? I mean, like Kit Campbell's a mainly a hex guy. You, JJ Ambrose <clears throat> mainly a hex guy. Like you, you get these sort of fighters that sort of stick to a promotion. Is there anyone out there right now that you wish could fight on hex? Yeah, I mean, we'd love to put on um, Van Heden and Offley. I know that you and Cal spoke about that. <clears throat> um, that's it's probably they're probably the two best featherweights in the country right now and, and they have they haven't crossed paths. They've got a couple of mutual opponents too. Um and yeah, I think that, that would be a really, really interesting matchup. There's a lot of heat there. It's clear they don't like each other. Um so I think that would be a really fun one. Obviously Justin's locked into his eternal contract, um, which obviously makes it impossible for us to put on that fight. Um, but that that is one that in an ideal world, we'd, we'd love to have that um, on Hex. What's your thoughts on exclusive contracts? Look, I, I'm not knocking um, anyone for doing it. You know, it's, it's whoever's promotion can do whatever they want. We, we don't lock anyone in. We want to give these guys the best chance that they have to make it to, you know, the UFC, PFL, Bellator. Um, you know, our guys stay on our shows because they love the way they're treated. They love the way they're paid. The the show, when we're selling out venues, we've got ESPN. That's why our guys stay. Um, and, yeah, you know, if if Khan Offley wanted to, if he thought that fighting on Eternal would further his chances of getting in the UFC, we wouldn't hold him back from that. So, yeah, our main, our main um, goal in, in this show is just to get these guys to the next level. <clears throat> and uh, speaking of the ESPN, uh, that's going to have a replay of Hex 25. Do you know when that goes to air? What sort of channel? What, what the, yeah. the details behind that? Yeah, so we've got two delayed broadcasts. We've actually got a meeting with ESPN um, this afternoon to um, just go over the dates, times, and the channel. So as soon as, that's, um, as soon as we have that meeting, we'll get something out just letting everyone know um, when, but yeah, that, that we'll have two delayed broadcasts on ESPN for this show. So it'll be like split. Yeah, well, it'll be the show. The show will be replayed twice. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So same same show, same main card, just played yeah. two different times. Yeah, correct. Um, and do you yeah. know if it'll be at like four a.m. in the Philippines, or if it'll be like you, you're going to get like a nice time slot? So what happened when we had the Fox Sports one? We had two two broadcasts we had one at prime time and one that was a little bit off the regular time um just so that we could gauge what what the viewership was on, on those two so it'll be the same kind of agreement we'll get a prime time slot for for the first one and then we'll get a um a different kind of time for the second one and just kind of gauge how but how they both go and was like what happened with the the, the fox sports ones uh, yeah. did it just sort of run out you want to try something different or did fox sports say they they no longer wanted a part of it or no um we we got them on fox sports and then the espn deal came across so we thought well, let's try this you know we don't want to we, we want to explore all avenues before we lock in we're locked into something um so that, that there was nothing no bad um no bad reports or anything from Fox Sports. You know, we heard good things from them and we've heard good things from ESPN. A couple of the guys that organised the broadcast were watching and they love the show. So we're just exploring our options before we lock something in. And do you know what type of viewers they are looking for? Like, do you know what type of number they sort of need? Uh, they haven't given us a number. Um, we'll have a debrief once these two broadcasts have been done and 
and then they'll run us through whether that's met their expectations. But from from the conversations we've had post show, they they loved it, um, and they want to build a relationship going forward. Yeah, I was going to say that. I mean, what you've done is amazing. I, I I can't imagine that that it won't do well. But heading into the next show, uh, is there like what are you going to do different from from this show, and uh, what can we expect for for Hex Twenty Six? Well, I know that one thing that that was mentioned a few times about this show was just the number of titles on the on the card. You know, as as Cal as as Cal Potter said, um, we were just trying to get them back active. You know, we've it's been a, a while, and, and this isn't a knock on the old owners. You know, we, we've still got a great relationship with them, um, but they the belts were just a little bit stagnant. They were still putting on cracker fights, but just not for belts. So we wanted to get get these belts out there on this card um, and then get people to start defending him. So we'll be aiming to have probably, you know, two two title fights a card and then just fill the undercard with the best up-and-coming talent. You know, we want to have Colby Fickness back on. Jarrett Wilbraham, I would I would have him on every hex this year if, I, if, if, if he's available because who doesn't love watching him? Amina as well. We've got, there's a few guys from down in Melbourne. There's Emrahan, Hector Moglu, who we'd love to have on the, sh- the show. Cody Haddon. Unfortunate mm. that he missed um, missed this fight. Love to have him on. The Jones twins are back training. That's um, Dan and Luke. Yeah, you know Abdullah Biada. Like, there's a lot of options here. So, um, yeah, we we just want to now we want to have those two title fights and then just stack the undercard and and just put on the best fights that Australian MMA has. Is there any title title holders that carried mm-hmm. the belts over into the new management, or did you just sort of go? Now nah, we're starting again. Yeah, so well, JJ Ambrose has still got his his belt, but the the only other one was Sam K, who was still fighting that that had a belt. Um, he's currently in the the PFL. So Randall Raymond's got the interim heavyweight belt for now, but um, we we haven't we didn't strip anyone. They were just old. Like I think Josh Coolbell was the last featherweight um champion, and that was a, a couple like a few years ago. So we um. Yeah, just wanted to bring fresh blood and, and get these belts out. They're nice, pretty gold belts, so it's good to see them wrapped around people's waists. No, it's good, and and I'll say, I mean, as a guy that that like came up through Eternal Hex, was it Hex got stagnant a little bit, and uh, this fresh breath air, which is you guys and, and what you're doing, I think is is amazing, and I feel like I'm very excited for the battle this year and the next year to come between. Little healthy competition between you and Eternal, and uh, I can't wait to see where it goes. Yeah, it's exciting, man. Who doesn't love a bit of bit of competition? You know what I mean? Because it's because all it's going to do is elevate both of our brands up. You know, there's not one clear, clear like you know this is the this is the UFC. We're we're, we're both just pushing each other, and it's just gonna it's it's only going to be good for Australian MMA. We're going to have the best, absolute best of the best fights. We're going to have the best fights people are going to be fighting like the stakes that will be on the line you know people are going to be fighting for their careers so it's 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 only going to be a good couple of years um yeah going yeah going into this i guess healthy competition like you said well last question before i let you go do you have a relationship with eternal do you, do you know cam do you know ben no I, I, honestly we've um <clears throat> haven't spoke to him um, I I went to an eternal uh, a couple or a few years ago. Um, and, but yeah, no, no relationship with those guys. No, no bad blood from our half. Um, like I said, it's just a bit of healthy competition. But you know, we're just running our own race. We we just want to put on the best fights we can. We want to put on 
the best shows we can, which we are at the moment, you know, we <clears throat> selling out the venues and, and we, we want to just give these guys, the fighters, the best platform that they possibly can have to go to that next level. So yeah, we're, we're just running our own race, but yeah, like I said, it's, it's only going to elevate both brands higher now that Hex is back. Well, before I let you go, you don't normally get a, a promoter in studio. So are you guys ever going to look to branch out from Melbourne Pavilion? Are you going to look to, to branch out from Melbourne? Yeah, definitely. You know, um, Hex was the first uh, fight promotion to have a cage in Perth as well as um, down here in Melbourne. So we, we have travelled in the past. Because we've, we've just taken over the business, we just want to make sure that these shows are absolutely perfect, which it's, um, you know, it's almost there. Make sure that everything's perfect and then we'll start moving moving around, maybe do one or two, sh- sh- one or two shows a year outside of Melbourne. And, um, yeah, we're definitely looking at moving the venue because it's starting to get really packed in there the, the capacity is 1500 on the weekend we had about maybe 15 50 1600 so it's a little bit over full but um yeah we you know you've got to walk before you run so we just want to make sure that these shows are just absolutely perfect and, and the fights are as good as they can be all right well mate you're the you're the best man to run the ship jacob watts uh from hex mate please if you got any news hit me up and uh we can't wait to see what the cards come uh next card may 27th 26th friday 26th. may 26th 26th I actually think Demolition's doing May 27th as well, so it's going to have a, the similar little fight weekend. Yeah, that, it was the yeah same as last time. I think that they um, and it's not 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 on purpose. I, I went to Demolition on Saturday and spoke to Wayne, and he confirmed that his was the 27th before we released 26. So I think it's just by accident that we keep going the day after each other. But it's really good, you know. That they're they're mainly an amateur show, and um, it's just good for MMA in Melbourne. Two two fight shows back to back. You know, you make a weekend out of it, and then you've got the UFC on Sunday. So it's, it's an MMA fan stream down here. I'm I'm absolutely loving it, mate. Thanks so much, and uh, I'll chat to you next time. Thanks for having me, Mitch. Bye, brother.